Ashley. Taylor. Unrated or unruly. Let's go with unruly. Okay. What are some of your pet peeves? Hmm. Okay. Well, probably the first one to start would be I cannot stand it when, like, you're telling a story to somebody and you're like, you know, this happened to me or, like, I did this and blah, 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 blah happened. And then a person needs to always top your story. I hate that. Where it's like they can't just let you have the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like they have to get in there. And you can almost and you always know who that person is, too, because mm-hmm. you can watch them. They're not even listening to your story because yeah. they're already calculating in their mind how they're going to top that story. Why can't you just let me have my story? You're right. You can see that they space out. Yes. And you're like, you're just thinking of what you're going to. Yes. You're your not even listening. Be. My story's gone. Yep. My story's gone from your little brain. <laughs> And the only thing you're thinking of right now is what you're going to say next. And it's so obvious. I think they're compulsive liars most oh, of the I time. Oh, I think so too. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. Because half of these stories, I'm like, what? When people call like a really basic take a hot take. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That pisses me off. I mean, like normal life. Just things. regular things that are not like a, a take that is. It's so lukewarm. Like this might be a hot take, but um pineapple on pizza is not it that's not hot it's not this has been a discussion for many years and that's that's that take has gone very cold my other one probably was gonna be this sounds so weird but it's a word but not nuke like nuking a place like nuking like a you're like that's fine that's fine (laughs) just not nuking like uh like in a microwave that fucking drives me mad it's like, just like a, an irk. Like, yeah, it's like, don't say that word because then I don't want to do it. Uh-huh. Then it's fine. I just want to eat a cold. Oh, one of mine is is kiddo. <laughs> kiddo. Kiddo. Me and the kiddo going to go and toss the ball around. <laughs> no. Kid. Where's the dough come from? <laughs> Where's the dough come Where from? Where you get that dough? And also, yikes. <laughs> Yikes. You know what? I've heard a lot of men say this recently, which I think is weird. It's in the text message. Because it's always like kind of passive aggressive. Oh, it's like, like, super passive. Like, yikes. I don't yikes, know if I, I want to deal with that. Yikes. You know, like yeah. pulling, the, pulling the shirt. Like, yeah. I hate you. Like, if I if I drop something and yes. somebody goes, yikes. Yeah. yeah. Just spit on me. Spit on you. Just that's spit, good. Just spit on me. Because, you know, because fuck agree me. With that. If you're going to say yikes, just spit on me. It's the weirdest pet peeve, but like it drives me mad is unmade beds. I, you could literally have the messiest fucking house on earth, but I, the bed's got to be made. I can't even go into my bed without it being made. Like it freaks me out. I don't know what it is. It's in like in my brain. Like it's funny. People I've been in relationships with were are like, you're crazy because I like look at the bed and I'm like, if it's not made, it's like. It feels dirty to me. Like, I don't want to go in at them. Mm. So I think that's what it is. So I've just always, my brain is always, you make your bed, you make your bed. I mean, my, I mean, my mom has always made a bed. So I think that's just what it is. So I've always forced, even like, when I live with, you know, um, my ex, I would go into all the kids' rooms and make all their beds. <laughs> Just before I, I left wish the house. I was like that. I, I, even because I was crazy, because I was like, well, no, I can't leave the house and I can't walk by these bedrooms without the beds being made. Oh, so like, this is your equivalent of when people have to flip the lights three times? Yes. And they're like, I have to do it or, yeah. or else the yeah. house is going to burn down. You're like, yes. I have to make the beds. I'm like, the beds, because it's going to look funny without it. So I, I wish I was like that. I'm so bad with that. Mm. But whenever, let me tell you something, whenever I wake up in the morning and I make my bed, I feel like the most put together person yes. on earth. Like, I don't know what it is. Because like your room can look crazy, but if yeah. the bed is made, it looks more put together. And then I throw all my laundry on top of it. Because, yeah, oh my God, too. laundry, I'm the fucking oh, worst with. God, laundry, laundry. If your pet peeve is laundry being out, I'm not the girl for you because I am so fucking bad with it. I'll make my bed, toss all my shit on there. But at least the bed is made. The bed's made. And that always makes me feel better. Kind of along the lines of the hot take. People that say everything is underrated. Things that oh. are that are rated perfectly fine. Yes. They'll say, oh, Beyonce's underrated. No. She's Beyonce. So she's not. 
No. She's Beyonce. Yes. She's a person that we call by one name. She is one not name. underrated. If you got one name, you are I'm, not underrated. Like, I heard somebody the other day going, yeah, that show, It's Always Sunny. So underrated. No. It is a huge show. Yeah, it's a huge show. And a lot of people watch it. A lot of people. And they are very famous actors. I think in like their brain, they think, because they just found it out, that everyone else is just finding it out, too. That's a good point. Yeah. Although it's, like, it's more like that. Like, they're like behind a little, which I'm behind in so many yeah. things. So it makes sense. Guys, you're going to think I'm fucking crazy, but Doggy Style is underrated. No, no, it's rated right where right where it should be, right and we should shouldn't be. move it. it. Doesn't we don't move. doesn't need to go higher, doesn't need to go lower. It's no, it's exactly just where it exactly should be. Where it's at. Maybe you rated it too low. Maybe but sounds I about right. Think the general public has rated it exactly how it should be rated, and that's why we all know about it. You know what I mean? Facts. It's not underground. It's not an underground thing. No, it's really not. No, I. N- anytime I've ever heard underrated, it's never been something that was rated under where it belongs ever a single time. No. Not even a little bit. And I got one more. When people tell me that I'm like how to eat a food the right way, quote oh, unquote, hell, the right way. Hell no. Or when they make you like use the the chop like the chopsticks and stuff. Oh fuck off! Like be authentic. Fuck you. First of all, I I have a heavy hand. You want me to use chopsticks? I can't. I've stabbed stabbing the noodles. Yeah, like the noodles won't. I can't stab the noodles. I wonder they're also thin. Oh, but you know how they eat the rice? It's very impressive. I know, they, and I can't they, do they, it for they, the life they, of me. They do the scoop. I've been they do the scoop like this. It's, oh, they hold the bowl to the face. Yes, that I can get down with. But, but with that's a spoon, still, it's still super impressive, though. I can't. I need a spoon. I need a I spoon. Uh, you know what is underrated? If there's anything in this world that's underrated, it's a spork. Oh yeah, it's the perfect I utensil. Love, I love sporks. Maria uses them all the time. I love a spork. Me too. Where are they? It's a good, solid utensil. It you only need is. one. You got you got soup and salad. Guess what? Yeah. Spork. Yeah. Why are we not talking about sporks? You're right. That's another pet peeves when people are like, "Why aren't we talking about this? Why don't you fucking talk about it?" Not enough people are talking about this. You talk about it then. Yeah, why don't you talk about it? Go talk about it to people. Stop worrying about what everybody else is talking about. You go talk about it. Facts. I want to talk about sporks. No one's really talking about sports, sporks. So I'm going to bring the spork conversation. We need to bring sporks to the forefront. They are a top tier utensil. Absolutely. And put a little knife on the end. A little butter knife. Come on. That's perfect. Imagine washing one utensil for a three course meal. Um, But like... Don't tell me the right way to eat my fucking pizza. Oh, my God. Those are your toppings? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate when anyone has a question about anything you're eating in general. Yeah. Like, listen, if you want to put this on top of this, if you want to, you know, eat this the way, just eat it however you want to eat it. As long as you're yep. eating. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Just like, people are way too concerned eat. with other people. Yeah. I don't care where like, they what don't. what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Like I always tell Maria, don't watch her. Yeah. Watch you. Exactly. So that's a solid lesson. Yes. Don't worry about if I put, oh, they don't put, oh, where I'm from, we don't put ketchup on hot dogs. I don't care. I don't care with the right way you fold your pizza. You can bend it in half and slide it up your ass and boof it. I don't care. Facts. Doesn't phase me even a little bit. I don't care. Just let me eat my shit and you leave me alone. And no, I don't want to argue about pineapple on pizza. You know what? I fucking like it. And I'm not going to talk to anybody about it because it is what it is. Everyone's entitled to like whatever they like when it comes to food. Exactly. At the end of the day, like, trust me, I've had people are surrounding me with some very weird things. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't. But at the end of the day, it's your shit, man. Yeah. You go for you gotta it. You got to eat it. As a bitch who puts ketchup on eggs, I am not the one. I love that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Come on. Come on, people. Yeah. It's so good. I it's can't. So good. But I'm at the point like I've eaten it that way for so long. I can't eat ketchup without eggs. Or uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, no, hold you on. Said Ashley, that's the, most, that's the most white trash thing I've ever said. <laughs> I can't eat no ketchup without some eggs in it. <laughs> I don't know what that accent you de- was, but you definitely, you definitely, <laughs> I've been on the mountain too you've long. Been on the mountain too long over here. She heard them go. Ain't nothing like a little ketchup, ketchup with some egg in it. <laughs> You you figure out what I mean. Yes, we figured it out. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Unrita and Ruli, episode twenty three. Yes, twenty three. It's my favorite number. It's my birthday number. Oh yeah. 
Mine is 19. We already passed it. We should have said it. Said it. That's yeah. my look. I think that's my lucky number. That's what I like to say. Yeah. Nothing good has come from yeah, 19, I but I was born on January 19th. There you so go. It sounds like a good number. Um, my sexy voice is gone. And st- guess who's arrived? <laughs> Mine did now. <laughs> we completely traded. We literally traded. We did the old Freaky Friday with the flu. We did. Which I probably did have the flu. Yeah. I think I just got over it fast and the yes. voice just lingered. Mm-hmm. But how are you feeling now? Pretty good. Other than that, I feel like it was weird because I we had that crazy week that we were talking about. Yes. We were saying how like life was crazy. And then um, I had a very mellow weekend. Well, like, well, Friday, Saturday, you know, Saturday, I just hung with like Ray and we didn't really do much of anything. And then Sunday, I had a party, which you mm-hmm. came over for. And very interesting. It it got wild. Mm-hmm. It got very wild. And then the next morning, I woke up extremely sick. Um, no, so I didn't wake up sick. I woke up okay. And then later on, I developed my sickness so um that sucked yeah. and then i was sick all week so that was not fun so i feel like because of that i've just been like stuck home doing nothing which that blew so you know what i mean i feel like it's been like two weeks of solidarity forced you to slow down yeah which yeah. is kind of weird it's like this is the second week i've had that i've really had it's been super mellow not being able to do much, being forced to not do anything. So I'm excited, though, for, you know, the weekend and Memorial Day and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting I have a three-day weekend. Yeah. Monday, I have no idea. But I feel like whenever I have a three-day weekend, I the pressure's on. I'm like, oh, I have I know. to fucking do something. I know. I don't know. I'm probably going to drink. Probably. Um, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Now that I'm feeling better. Because I was, my voice was like coming back it was like that and then it it started getting better but like the weather was fucking with me like it kind of like it is right now i feel like such a weak bitch whenever i'm like it's waning and now and i'm tired no i get it i'm like a child like no i I can't get shit done when it's like really shitty out i don't know why i'm the same way i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna survive the summer the other day i was bitching about the heat Oh yeah, and I, I'm, I'm a the same summer way. person. No, I'm a whiner in the, in the heat. As soon as I start getting hot, I'm like, oh my god, I'm dying. I don't know. For a person that dreamed of moving to California my whole fucking life, I can't yeah. really handle the heat. Yeah, I don't know. Now I feel like I have to visit LA one day just to kind of get that out of my system because I don't think it's going to be anything like what I thought what it was you have as in a your kid. Head. Yeah, I, I get the feeling. Have you ever been? I've been to California. Um, I'm not a California person. I don't like the West Coast in general. Um, no offense to anyone who's from there. No, no, um, no. I mean, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's just not for me. Um, yeah, I like all the seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm a season person. So, I mean, as much as I complain about the winter and all this kind of stuff, I do like the seasons. Yeah. You know, I like to change my wardrobe. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like I would miss it if it was just warm all year round. So the thing is, like, I got a bone to pick with L.A. I listen to some L.A. podcasts mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, it's chilly today. And it's like, what is it, like 70? I know. Fuck off. Like, 70 is not cardigan weather. 70 is T-shirt weather over and here. They, and they do. And they wear, like, hoodies and stuff in that weather. It's crazy. It, it's, it's insane. Nutty. Yeah. And also, have you ever heard of a place called Saddle Ranch? Yes. So the way that these LA podcasts talk about Saddle Ranch, I thought it was a club. No. They're always like, people are always like, oh, yeah, we saw this celebrity at Saddle Ranch. Yeah. And so everybody goes to Saddle Ranch. These people got photographed at Saddle Ranch. I was like, yo, I want to go to Saddle, Saddle Ranch. Ranch. It's fucking it's crazy. It must be a big ass. I'm picturing a big ass club, like Western themed. I'm like, I'm, I hear about it on like several different podcasts. I finally decided to, I'm going to go and Google it. Right. Like if I ever go, I want to go to Saddle Ranch. Right. It's a restaurant. Yeah, it's just a restaurant, which I feel like a lot. Oh, that's the thing about LA too, is that like a lot of the restaurants, they're almost like that place that we went to um, that no one liked when you fell. where it's a club everything's a club that like every so i feel like that's so la is that like everything is a restaurant 
that becomes a club. Oh, that's, that's Atlanta too. Yeah, that's what I heard. I've actually never been to Atlanta. I've been to Georgia a million times, but never that part. We should definitely go. We should do yeah. um one day we should plan like a little podcast circuit cuz Oh, that'd be nice. I love so many Atlanta podcasts. But everything's a fucking club. Everything. The movie yes. theater has VIP booths. But also, I'm into it. Yeah. I like too. it. Absolutely. It's yeah. a good time. Yeah. I want to go see fucking Gone Girl in a VIP booth. Get yeah, drunk. absolutely. Are you Why not? Me? Okay. We've got some topics to get to. We need to shout out you guys first that have been leaving us Apple podcast reviews and Spotify reviews. Yes. We are so, so, so happy. Quick shout out to Elephant Lover who left us a review on Tuesday. Nice. Made our we fucking days, you sweetheart. Our The Goyles are just the best. Yeah, you guys are the best. We Literally appreciate best. you so much. Super fucking appreciate it whenever you guys do that. So... Now we'll get to the shits. Yes. What's our first topic? Partying. Like, what was your 21 vibe like compared to mm. your now vibe? I started at 21, beginning of that year, in a relationship with someone who didn't drink at all. Oh, okay. So I would go out and have these experiences. You tend to go out with non-drinkers. I've noticed that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. With the straight edge boyfriend beginning of the year, going out with my friends, no fucking clue what I was doing because I didn't drink really before I was 21. We break up. Now I'm going extra hard. This mm. is halfway through the year. Yes. Now I'm in it a little bit. Now I'm going to like club clubs. I've upgraded from bars to clubs. Yes. Now I'm getting really fucked up because I don't know my limits. Yeah. I don't know what my tolerance is really. And um, because I, I started out kind of being DD a lot. Then, yeah. I was, then I finally, we had a friend who would drive us around all the time. Shout out to the friend who um, has a DUI and still comes out because they're a good sport and just wow, drives everybody. Wow, that is. Jeez, that yeah. is a good sport. That's, they come in clutch. Shout out to her. So she would still come out with us, not drink at all, just have fucking like soda all night and then just drive us around, take us to McDonald's at three in the morning. That's amazing. A what good a great fucking friend. sport. A good sport. There's one bar that we always frequented they would have two dollar drinks until midnight so we would go up yep. get a fucking a whole pile of drinks yes we don't even know what we're drinking at this point we're just drinking drinking it was so bad it was a mess and yes. then the rest of the week i would sober up and be fine and then friday saturday would hit and i'd be fucked up every single weekend for like months right i was going out a lot yeah what was your 21 vibe like um similar um i was married though Mm. Um, so 21, I was married, but he was a big partier too, though. So, um, when he was home, we, I, no matter what, I was going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Same. So it was like, no matter what, I was either going out with my friends or he was coming out or I was going out with him, but it was just like, just going out, like, and getting trashed three days a week and somehow making it to work. And Thursdays I, were a big day. Thursdays were the biggest day. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, what is happening? Like, this is a lot. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, I, you know, and you wouldn't even spend that much money because they, at the place that we would go to, also, they had really cheap drinks. Yeah. On, especially on Thursday, Thursday. They had really, oh, really. Yeah. So it was like, you weren't even spending a ton of money. It was like, I think about it now. What I spend on like a Saturday night is what I spent three days Isn't back then, which is insane. You're going to some yes. of the shitty bars because you just want the the bad the, the right bad like, you're cheap not drinks you're, because it doesn't matter back then because you didn't yeah. I didn't get hungover yeah so like it you could literally drink crap mm -hmm. and you you'd be like fine like there oh, would yeah. be like no issue so the only thing that I have to say is that um. I've become a different kind of drunk. Like how? <laughs> so back then, I was, I had no tolerance when it comes to bullshit. So oh, now, I was like, so, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, I had a bullshit tolerance a little no. too high. <laughs> so like, I was 100% like, was always, you know, if someone was on my nerves, I was voicing an opinion I got into fights a lot. I was always in trouble. So, and my husband was not a fan. Well, he was pissed. Because he was always like, what did she, what? Oh my God, what is she doing now? Like, he was always like so annoyed. 
Like he was like, oh my God, again, this little thing. <laughs> like, but like, I was always so aggressive. Like I was such an aggressive drunk. And then like, at a certain point, I just like stopped. Like, I don't know what happened, but like one day it just like snapped and I just stopped doing it. Like it was really, really was weird. Was it like a conscious, like something happened that had you had a change of heart? It was just like a, you just got tired. Like you're just like, I'm fucking over doing that. I guarantee there probably was a reason, yeah. but I can't really remember what it was. I don't think it was anything that, that maybe I don't think it was that big, but like it really was just like, um, I was just like, yeah, like I'm kind of just like, like my, my, I think I just was realizing that I was just snapping too much. And then like, I was also just like reevaluating the whole situation. And I think it also made me think about like, why am I so angry? Okay. Like, what am I angry about? What were you angry about? I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, like, obviously... And we never found the answers. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I mean, back then at 21, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really, me and my ex-husband didn't really have problems then yet, yeah. like, right away. Um, I mean, they ended up developing, so I wasn't too, it was like, I think that, like, once he, I, actually, believe it or not, once we had problems is when I calmed down. Maybe so it was just opposite. too much. Maybe it was like the opposite. But then um, it's just like, I don't know what happened, but I, I just a flip, like it just switched. And now I feel like I'm the complete, not that I'm the opposite, but like I always say to you, like I'm like, if something's going down, please get in my face and tell me it's going down because I'm not observant of anything. I don't know what's going on now. When we yeah. go out, I'm just in the zone where I'm just like, I'm just trying to have a good time. I don't know what's happening. I don't know who's fighting with who. Yeah. I don't know nothing. From so, from my lens, so like yeah. going out together, from when I see the way that I perceive you when we're out is you just want to have a good fucking time and you're like, I will find the good time. Yes. If, if the good time is not right here. Yes. If you guys are trying to have a bad time, I'm going to find the that's, good time. That's me. Yeah. Yep, that's me. Yes. If, if if everyone's struggling, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go find it over at this that stable. Yeah. Yes. Because I can't, I can't handle the i don't like stress or drama so i don't do well but in back, it, clearly but back when i was 21 it was a completely different story i think i was worse with it when i was 21 i had less tolerance like i wasn't because i was going out with a lot of people that couldn't handle their fucking liquor a lot like oh, yeah. a lot because i worked in a restaurant and if you've ever worked in a restaurant especially like when you're really young you guys are all going out together like every fucking night like thursday to even sometimes sunday we would just close the restaurant oh yeah sometimes sundays yeah oh Football's yeah on or something you end up just yeah. going out fuck you're it like why why am i drinking again especially if you work like in uh like a restaurant or oh, retail or something where you right. have like an unusual schedule yep. sunday's not really sunday no and Monday is not really Monday. No. So you're like, Sunday is kind of like an extended Saturday. Correct. And Thursday is Friday. So every weekend was like, go to work, bust our fucking ass, cry in the kitchen, go in the walk-in freezer, bawl my eyes out because a customer yelled at me, leave with like 200 bucks cash, go out and spend half of it. Okay. And yeah. it was a good fucking time. Uh, probably a waste of time, but still a lot of fun. Absolutely. I don't regret that whole thing because it really, when I was really young, I had bad social anxiety. Okay. Bad. Like really young, like 16. I started kind of growing out of it a little bit, but I'd always had like an interest in comedy and I've always liked talking to people, but my anxiety would make it harder for me. So I kind of forced myself to work in a restaurant because I was like, I and, and retail didn't help, honestly. I just got tortured in retail, as you guys have heard from my stories. Um, but I forced myself to work in the restaurant industry because I knew it would make me come out of my shell all the way. Yeah, that's a good idea. That was that was a good idea. It really did. Because as a host, I didn't have to do as much, but I still had to talk to people every single day. That's right. And entertain conversations I didn't want to be a part of or that I did. And then I moved my way up to server and I would make the tables laugh. I would fucking, I would do anything for a fucking tip. See? And there you go. You find your your niche. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I I started killing it. Once I really like leaned into like trying to get the table to to laugh with me a little bit, you know? And you realized what it was that you had. Yes. You had the funny thing. And I was like... I will, I can't stand people that like, no, I'm not talking about a career. I'm talking 
you take your shit too seriously. You're a server at a chain restaurant. If that table wants 10 loaves of fucking bread, give them 10 loaves of bread. That's I'd right. be like, hey, is it somebody's birthday? You guys want a free Sunday? Like, right. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And the really, the restaurant doesn't either. No, they don't. They want people to leave happy, leave a good review. That's I want right. my tip. It benefits everybody. Ice cream costs, what, 50 cents for the amount that I'm giving them? That's right. Who gives a fuck? Write it off as a birthday thing. So I was like, I want the table to laugh with me, force me to, like, be out of my shell a lot. And then I was going out afterwards. I was, like, really... Even though it was kind of a waste of time, I'd kind of, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with school. Like, I don't know what, like, it wasn't working out. I was really becoming myself at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was like one thing was getting fucked up for me. I was like, I don't think I want to be a graphic designer. Everything is falling apart, but I think I might be a little bit funny. And I think some of these people like me. Right. I know. And that's what happens sometimes is you do a job that you don't necessarily think that you would be good at maybe but then you find out that somewhere in that job is a thing probably a lot of wasted time also taught me so much about myself yeah um which like going out does that especially if you're like a shy person when you start going out to like clubs and bars it really forces you to come out of your shell which me compared to 21 it's crazy i feel like i'm i get uh because that's the thing when you're when you get older and you're in these places with 21-year-olds, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was that annoying? I say that all the time. Not every single 21-year-old that goes out is annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, not obviously. We're talking but about, like, certain people. But, like, a decent also- amount, it's like you literally sit there and you're like, oh, my God. And yeah. then I also, like, I so mom now. Uh-huh. like you know you do it too yeah. where you go out there and like you see someone and you're like oh my god is she gonna get home okay oh my god i is, get so worried watching gonna, these girls is she gonna get oh is like and then you watch these freaky people uh-huh. watching them and then i'm like i don't like that yep and like it freaks me out it's so weird it's like uh like i'm watching my past self almost yes i'm watching some girl in the corner of the club a guy is coming up to her with vodka breath and he's yes. screaming at her and screaming in her ear i love your eyes and yeah. then he's pulling out his phone he's showing her pictures on his instagram i'm like right. run yes you gotta go you gotta yes. go hey i've been you i want to shake yes. her and be like i've been you yes i'm you from the future go you gotta yep. get the fuck out don't go home with him why is he showing you his instagram stop being nice <laughs> right what does he want right but it's just so different now like i go out genuinely just to have fun yeah and i think back then i was going out just to go out yes absolutely yeah it's it's a very different you know it's i like i said i had a different you know, being 21, I didn't have the same experiences that my friends were having. So my friends were having the like actual, the normal 21 experience, which I was having that, but I was in an extremely committed relationship. I was married. You're married, yeah. So like, I, you know what I mean? I didn't, like, I was watching them do all these things. I mean, I had this one friend, uh, I love, I love her, but it was... <laughs> always a guarantee that she was going to go home with somebody yeah and the funny part was was that we always got a phone call so it was either me and my ex-husband if she couldn't like if i didn't pick up he would pick up and she would be like i'm doing the walk of shame can someone can either you or ashley pick me up (laughs) and it usually was him and he would go like drive around and go find her and pick her up and drive her home or drive her to her car wherever her car was but this girl it was like guarantee every time we went out she found somebody it was usually within the this like five guy range it was Mm -hmm. like between these five guys but still every time i was like oh my god i know one of us is gonna get a phone call in the morning yeah and then it was like not it not it and i'm like i'm not not fucking picking her up and i'm like you're going baby you're fucking taking care of it this time every time every time it's so hard watching out for your drunk friends when your drunk friends don't want to be watched out for no that's the worst it's not cool to make yourself the person that everybody has to babysit all night long no. when it happens by accident you drink a little too much whatever mm-hmm. who gives it? it happens everybody gets a fucking pass or two right when it's every time you're going out that's right and everyone is having to hold you up 
and they're chasing you down and you're all over the place and everybody has to take care of you and then their night has to come to a halt to, to watch you. Yep. Go home. You know, go home. Yes. Uber time. Uber time. Uber time. Remove yourself. Head back home. You know, maybe one good friend stays with you in the Uber, but like it gets to that point where like I'm like, I can't go out with this person anymore. I hate when that happens too. when you get to that point with anybody yeah. that's like you're regular where you're like, I can't like, you know, where you get frustrated because you're like, what is going on? Like I, we've said a million times, the emotional, the emotional drunks mm. like those are probably the worst I have. But somehow I always become very close with emotional people. And me it drives too. and it drives me nuts. I love I, them. I, 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 I love, am not, I am love not them. emotional. So <laughs> I don't like it. I'm like, stay the fuck away from me. And so, but like, so my one friend literally um n- not that long ago, um she ended up literally starting a fight in a bar that's pretty local to me. Oh. And <laughs> With a man. With a man. Yeah, that's not and good. And she's a, like a girl. That's not like fucking a, as fe- cool. Like as feminine as they come. Like, she's like with a girl. A, with, <laughs> like, I, I mean, extremely feminine. Like, it's not like she could, like, deck this guy. Like, she could actually take him. Like, I don't oh, think she could. Oh, her arm would crumble to dust. Yeah. It's not. It was, I'm like, I don't know what she was thinking, but she literally wouldn't stop. But you could tell she was just not there anymore. Yeah. But the problem was, was he was a piece of shit. And he went back at her. So I literally had to fight a man. A man. Little five foot nothing Ashley. Ashley, me. I had to. So then we got kicked out the bar because I was defending my friend and I had to fight a man for my friend. Oh, my God. So it just was like, and the crazy part was she remembered none of it the next day. Yeah. She and the and the way her mind thought she remembered it was totally fucked up. Mm. Now, years back, like, oh, my God, in my, my late 20s, I was dating somebody and me and one of my best friends had gone over to see him. He lived in Jersey and he is again, she's a very small person. She's probably the same height as me. He was six, four. And she oh got mad God. at him for saying something to her and she punched him in the face. Oh, my. That's so scary. Yes. And he didn't do anything. Thank he was God. just like, what? He was like, what the fuck? And, but again, she also didn't remember this at all the next day. And I was like, you punched my boyfriend in the face. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Like, and I didn't know were what to do. Were you mad or were you just like, what the fuck? I didn't know what to do because I, I was in between two worlds. My, like, what? Did he say something fucked up? So, he was right with what he had said to her, but she didn't want to hear it. Was it out of line or it was kind of warranted from what you remember? No, I know exactly what he said. It had it was it had to do it was pertaining to an ex of hers who was not a nice person. Mm. And she was she she, was, didn't, she, she was, was like refusing not to believe that he wasn't a good person. So it was coming from a good place. Yes. And she, and she just, was like, I don't like that. No. Come here. So she punched Mama him in the face. knock you out. And I was like Oh my God. And so it was like one of those moments in time where I was like, what do I do? Because, you know, she did that. And then he was like, you know, I'm like, there's my boyfriend and there's my best friend. What, what the, the fuck, fuck do I do? do? It what, was, what'd you do? He, he, this, cause he, he was a nice guy for the most part. He said to me, he goes, Ash, just take care of her and figure it out. We'll Everybody, kumbaya. Like, like, take what are a you shot do? and settle. Um, but it's just the point that it's like people do like the emotional ones. Yeah. It's like if you know, and I say all the time, if you get, if you know that you're already kind of in a uh, place. Don't go out. Because the fight, the recent one, she was in a bad place when we went out. Yeah. So I should have known better with that one because she was already in a very like, she was just not right. And I think she was looking for something that night. So it's like, if you're in that kind of place, you should not be in public. Yeah, when you're in that mindset, don't go out and drink. Don't make it worse. No. Going out with a friend. So scary. That thinks they're fucking Muhammad Ali when they get drunk. Uh Uh-huh. Bitch, I'm in fashion Nova heels. This shit's gonna snap if I I hit a light jog. I can't fight this motherfucker with you. 
No, it's insane. It was absolutely insane. I was so mad because I'm like, it. And the crazy part was the night. It started so nice. It was such a good night, and she just snapped. Yeah, like she just. And he was no better of a person. Do not get me wrong. A man that's gonna literally try and beat up a woman. Oh no, no, no! And then he came at me, and then I had to check him. That should never happen. No. So the whole thing shouldn't have fucking gone no. down. So but I've been there with the you go out with the girls and there might be that one person that gets real fucking angry when they drink and then yeah. they think they're invincible. Yeah, that's the problem is like when they think like that, it's like it's scary because you can't blockade them. Yeah. And they keep going back in. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? I I've. They, they start swinging on people that don't even necessarily deserve it. Not even a situation where like no. a guy was aggressive with them or the, right. just swinging on people. Right. Just throwing fucking punches. Uh-huh. If you don't go take your little green tea shot and settle the fuck down, go to the bathroom, calm it down. And if you can't, you got to fucking go home. Exactly. You can't get what am I going to do? I can't fight the guy. It'll. It's always they're always short. It's always a little, little like five foot woman who yeah. thinks that they can take on the six foot guy. Bitch, I can't, I can't fight. Don't do this to me. Yeah. I can't do it. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna take off my fucking fashion nova stiletto and stab him with it. The shit's right. gonna break. It's fashion nova. What do they expect us to do? Like you're fucking up the night for everybody, right? And that's the and I always say that too is like so selfish. That's my biggest frustration with going out and partying in general. Is that like, always think about your audience. Always think about the people that you're out with. If there's going to be drama, then leave. Yeah. Leave the situation. Because then you're ruining it for everybody else. It's like, there's been situations where I've been in where I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like, I got to go home. Yeah. Because like, I'm just going to fuck this up because I'm in a fucking mood or I'm doing this. Like, I got to get the fuck out of here. When you just know it's time. Like, it's time. Yeah. It's better to leave a situation than to stay in it and make everyone else miserable. Mm-hmm. And also, don't go out on an angry head. Or a sad head. Or sad. Don't, don't do it to your friends. Because that's the thing. You're, you're like, oh. You're going through a breakup. Sarah's going through a breakup. Let's take Sarah out. Sarah is going to be fun for the first hour. And then you're going to find her in the corner texting. Crying. Crying. What are you doing? Now Sarah's missing. You go find her. She's on the floor in the bathroom. She's getting a therapy session from three women. Yep. And they're telling her advice that she's not going to take. No. You're like, bitch, get out of the, get off the floor. Yep. You're sitting in vomit. That doesn't matter. An hour later, she's FaceTiming him outside. Yeah. I mean, like, you it's you've good intentions, but man, like, stay home. Stay home. If you're an emotional drinker, do not it's go out drinking not, when you have strong yes. emotions. If you have strong emotions, it's not the place for you. It's not it's alcohol, cool. anything, any kind of substance. It's just not it's not a good idea. No, it's really and not. I'm not saying that don't go out and have a good time with your friends of course. if you're in the middle of a breakup. But make sure that you're ready for that going out. Yeah. So give yourself some time first. Going out can help if you're in the right mindset for it. Not if you're like dragging your feet. You don't want to go. Right. You know deep down in your heart you're going to fucking FaceTime the mm-hmm. guy later. I mean, going out in general can help because it shows you, oh, I have options. I'm going to have fun. I have my friends. Look at what we're doing. That's right. Hookah has gotten me through a breakup. Right. Nothing, nothing cures a broken heart like some hookah. There you go. You know, you're sad. Get some hooks. But don't go get fucked up and then call your ex just not worth it. And then it's embarrassing the next day. And there's just like certain kinds of people that are that are hard to that make it like less fun. Yes. It's so nice when you find your group. Yeah. A solid group, you know, and I feel like when I first started going out, I had a, a group that was so big that we had the fighter. We had the crier. Yeah. We had the screamer. Yes. I know. I know all about yep. that. Yep. We had the runner that ditches yep. you. And where the fuck are they? Two hours later. Yep. You know, um, we had the girl that would get in a bad mood if nobody hit on her all night. We got the girl that was too aggressive with people. I mean, like, it was just bad. The guy that's, that's you know, buying shots for everybody. So many that he doesn't even know he's buying shots for anymore. 
Yeah. It's it's so nice when you you narrow it down and you get your group. That's front that's fun to go out with. Everything else is um the process of doing and it, that is and difficult. And that's tough too because like you know, it's like sometimes it's like even just like getting that group down can be really tough too because sometimes that even needs to be adjusted sometimes too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tough. It's really tough. It's like finding a girl group is way easier than mixing men in with it. I or just to have say one it. solid person that you know is like always going to stick by you. That's true too. I always say that. Yes, that's that's yeah. true. As long as you have that one person that you can kind of look at and you're like, okay, yeah, it's fine. The rest of you are annoying, but it's fine. You and I could run off if everybody else is being fucking right. lame and have a good time. Exactly. So I like as long as I have like a person there. That I'm like, I know we're going to have fun. Whatever else is going on, like, I'm just checked out. I get into mom mode sometimes and then I'm like, but just enjoy your night. Like, just stop worrying about it. I can't. Like, one of the best things about going out is definitely the catch up afterwards. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I love it when you're hearing it from different perspectives. Yeah. So, like. Taylor would is seeing things that I didn't see. I'm seeing things she didn't see. Yeah. And then having to just do the whole like catch up of like what all went down and you're like, oh, don't you remember when that happened? You're like, wait, what? I'm like, when did he say that? And when did Where this the fuck happen? Was I? Yeah. And uh, it, at separate times we're like in La La Land. Like I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yes. Like I'm like, check the fuck out. Especially if you get onto the dance floor with me. That's it. Oh, yeah. I am zoned. That's usually where things start going blurs for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little blurry. It was after I, I start dancing. I don't know why. I think what's really funny, too, is like this This has been happening to me a lot lately, is I'll forget about certain things. <laughs> like, really forget. And I'm driving in the car, and then a song will come on, and I'm like, oh. And then, like, <laughs> and then like a memory will come through. And I'll literally have a vision and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that happened. That was, yeah, that was that. Yeah. Got it. Like, that's so Raven. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, pause and like see a vision. Yes. That's that's exactly (laughs) what happens every time. Like, that's what happening to me. If I like get to the point, which is, you know, uh, where you forget, (laughs) it's like every time I'm like, fuck. Anytime I hear Closer by the Chainsmokers. Oh, that's a good one. That song was fucking everywhere. The summer that I went out the most, it was every single. We would go from one bar to the other. And it would almost like just continue. Yeah. They would just, it was playing everywhere. Yeah. It just reminds me of vodka cranberry, sleeping on my friend's couch, um, matted hair extensions, and uh, numbers that I don't know how it got my phone. Oh my god, that's so funny. It just it brings me like right back to it. It's such a good time, but like the music. Like I I I hate that song now just because of how many times I heard it. Oh, I love that song. It was still. one of my it was yes. one of my fa- Yes. I hated it at the time too. I it drove me crazy cuz I heard it at work all the time. Right. It became one of those songs to me, but the second that shit comes on in the club, I'm screaming right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm screaming every single word. Um, you know, it's funny because Back when I was 21, it was, everything was ludicrous. ludicrous oh, really? was huge. So, My Chick Bad. That one, that's the one I, I fucking remember. love that song. And I just remember everyone, or like the Get Low one, like the low one. <gasps> yes. Like, how low can you go? Yes. That was huge. That, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, that was ludicrous. a good time to be in the club. Yes. Like, that was, that was huge when, mm-hmm. my, when I was 21. Yeah. yeah. That was my 21 days. Yeah. yeah my 21 year, the music was kind of ass, but we were out there anyway. <laughs> we were living life. I was screaming every single word to every single chain smoker song. Let me let me take a selfie. Oh yeah. That oh, one drove me fucking crazy, but I sing it every single time. I saw um, them in concert quite a few times. Really? Smokers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I bet that's a good time. That's funner than me in a club listening. I mean, oh, I'm that, sure. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Them. Yeah. They were actually they're really good. I bet. Because yeah. mm-hmm. people go ape shit over oh, that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Something that really shocked me about partying as an adult though. Way more people do cocaine than I thought. It was <laughs> it was like a thing. Like when I was younger, I was like, I know people do coke, but I was like, I'm never going to be. That's a rich person's drug. Me and my friends were all broke servers, college students. And then like I would see my friends doing coke. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. 
me neither. And I was like, I don't want to do it, but no one's offering me. So <laughs> that kind of hurt. Because it's was, expensive. Because they knew I wouldn't. Because they knew I was a, yeah. I was a pussy. And, and it was expensive. And they were broke college students. And I was like, that's crazy what you guys are doing. <laughs> That'd be crazy if I did it right. I'm not going to. Wouldn't that be nuts? I won't. Like, don't even ask. Don't even bother. I do have a dollar in my pocket. <laughs> But like, uh, don't even ask. Like, it's so stupid. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. It's stupid. So there was another thing that I definitely wanted to talk about this week, just because it kind of came up with the Nugget Mob. <laughs> um, if you didn't hear last week's episode, I'll fill you in really briefly. We were talking about um a video that we posted. It was actually from something from episode 21, mm-hmm. where I was talking about the fact that this guy years ago asked me on a date. You know, whatever. We made plans. Then he changes the plans, cancels them, asked me if I want to get chicken nuggets and sit in the parking lot and talk instead. I said I didn't go on the date because he fucking canceled all the plans. I'm like, I don't want fucking chicken nuggets. I wanted to go on a real date. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know him and he was a total stranger. So no, I'm not sitting in your car at night in a parking lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Posted a little clip about it. Got all kinds of DMs, comments, whatever from people that were like, that was that was a that was a test and you failed. What? What are we talking about here, people? Like, what are we talking about anymore? I... (sighs) So... What? We are too old to be getting tested by anything. This is... We're in... Listen to me. I know what those children are talking about when they refer to testing. Yeah. Um, but no, adults don't do that. Nope. That's not part of this. It's not about testing anything. The only thing you're doing is testing the waters, but you're not actually in any way giving me a test. No. Fuck you. Yeah. Do the Fuck right thing. Test. We're all doing the right thing. On our first date, we're trying to be the best version of ourselves. We're not testing each other. We're no. we're trying to be the best version of ourselves. So you need to be a proper gentleman. I'm going to be the best lady I can. Mm-hmm. And we are going to see if this works. This goes both ways. But in no way is this a test. Yeah, no. Like, that is bizarre and extremely childish. This whole idea, this whole idea that you need to test people on a first date you need to test women you need to make sure she's not after your money mm-hmm. you know ask her to go to mcdonald's with you and then if she says yes she's real one mm-hmm. okay um because you know like all those success stories about the guys that test a woman and they take her to mcdonald's and then you know he ends up you know being a secret millionaire and then he's like oh you passed the test Right. Yeah. And then he actually um, is wealthy and has like a heart of gold and they end up happy forever. That doesn't happen. No. That doesn't fucking happen. Why are we testing people? What happened to just having fun and seeing if there's a connection? What happened to that? Is that done? No, it's not that it's it's no, it's not that it's done. It's just that these are the wrong kind of people that are responding to this. I am seeing very grown men talking about this now that's crazy they're high value men and they're saying that the first date they give women all these tests just to see if they're worth their time they're like i take women for coffee dates because i don't know if they're worth the money Like, we're going to have um, we're going to have a full conversation about this right now because it's a podcast. and That's what you're supposed to do. But what the fuck are we talking about anymore, people? Seriously, what are, what what are we talking about anymore? Mm-hmm. Testing people on a first date. Why are why are some people so desperate to overcomplicate their own lives? Right. What are the qualities that you're looking for in a person in the first place? That you like that you're attracting people you feel like you need to test. That's right. Or that you think you're that that you think you're that great. You're that valuable. I mean, you could be great, but so could this other person. Here's and you're and you're missing out on actually 
the quality of time you're about to have with the person because you're too busy looking for these I cues. saw a man talking about how on the first date, he pulls up in a beaten up car instead of his really nice Audi. And he takes her to like a dinky restaurant and he tries to go Dutch on the date to test if she's after his money. Calm the fuck down, Mr. Krabs. They're not after your coins. Settle down. Not every woman. I think most women aren't out here dating for your money. Most. Right. The majority. Majority. Because as I'm a, I'm a woman and I know a lot of women and I, they don't date for that reason. They're dating yeah. for like companionship and, and, and love and maybe children and building a family. And, right. You know, normal you know, shit. Normal, normal fucking people things. Normal things that normal people date for to have fun. You know? Um, so he does that to test her. Here's my thing. Maybe someone's not into that. Maybe somebody isn't into the flashy car or like, you know, going to nice ass restaurants. I actually hate flashy men. That's actually one of my biggest. That's one of my one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Is I don't like flashy men. Uh, it does nothing for me. I don't care about those things. Uh, you could be. I like average take care of the things you have that kind of stuff yeah pay all your bills that that stuff that that means something take care of yourself yeah so now you've lied on the first date so Mm -hmm. you've already showed up as someone that you're not correct that takes a lot of effort a lot of work why for what i don't even believe him in the first place but if if we're you know benefit of the doubt that this is true you're not showing up as your authentic self Correct. and maybe they're not going to like who you actually fucking are. Yeah, it sounds like you're a piece of shit anyway, so. If you're out here testing people, you don't sound that great. You don't. You don't sound that fucking great. No, not even a little bit. Maybe stop dating if you have that many issues, if you're that untrusting of people. Maybe yeah. Just give it a break for a little bit. Be by yourself. Yeah. Um, maybe have your own shit so that you don't have to worry about like what other people are after. Correct. Um, just don't give them that stuff then. Hey, right. here's the thing. If you date somebody, it seems like they want your money. Uh, don't give it to them. Right. Just don't give them money. Just say no. Exactly. You know, just date other people instead. Exactly. What are, we, what are we talking about? Why do we need tests? I don't understand that. For me, a first date is about finding a connection and having fun. Mm-hmm. Because th- those are two things that I would like all throughout a relationship. Mm-hmm. I would like consistently from beginning to fucking end for us to be able to have fun together, for us to have a connection, for us to have things in common. Mm-hmm. I never want those things to go away. So that's what I'm looking for up front. What happens from there are bigger conversations about what are you looking for? What is, you know, your timeline, five-year plan, whatever the fuck, love languages. In the beginning, just enjoy yourself. Just see if you even like the fucking person. Why are we testing people? We're not in school. Listen, I get it. When you first start, like, no matter what, like, I always say, like, you know, in your mind, have your things that you you do want them to, like, it, it, I wouldn't call it a test, but I do think that when you go out on a date, like, you know, your flags, your red flags, your green. Yeah. Like, keep tabs on the things that do matter and don't matter to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, g- the things that are going to be compatible, the things that are, aren't are going to be workable. Like, you yeah. know, that is normal. Do that. Do that. Make sure you are doing that. Like, I'm not, like, 100%. Like, you should be very much into the date. and yeah. And seeing if you guys are going to work like listening to everything they're saying yes it almost is like an interview on your first date more like an interview not a not a test more like an interview because you're literally getting to know the person to see if you even qualify for a second round exactly you know what i mean it's not that it's a test it's just like a it's more like do we work? Is this going to work? It's not like, are they worthy of me? It's not that. No. It's just that, our, do our personalities work? You can tell so much, so much on a first date just from talking to someone. Absolutely. Just from asking the right questions, asking them yes. about themselves. You know, just having a normal discussion. You can already tell, do we have a similar sense of humor? What do yeah. they like to do? Do we have like similarities? Do we have common interests? I mean... Like, do I do I like them physically? Do I like their voice? You know, the is voice. there an attraction? Yeah. Not 
testing people and playing stupid fucking mind games. Come on. That's so stupid. That's yes. so stupid. I've, I can't even pretend to see both sides of that because it's just so stupid to me. I mean, if somebody was testing me, I, there's absolutely no way I would ever see them again. Ever. No. Like, it's what crazy. do you fucking think I am? Yeah, exactly. It's so insulting. I couldn't agree more. It's it really is. And it's like, like I said, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, your do's and your don'ts in your brain. But like an actual test, mm-hmm. like, no, it's like go out of your way to do all that. Yeah, that's nutty. It's so ridiculous to me. I don't take advice from people who say that kind of shit that you need to test people on the first date. Yeah, that's oh. crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-mm. And the fact that people were telling me that I failed a test by not going on a first date to a Wendy's that with a weird. stranger in a parking lot at night right. to split a 20 piece. Right. I'm okay with failing that test. People Same. were like, you failed the test that could have been your future husband. It's like, I don't want that future oh, husband. I'm sure he was an undercover millionaire right. that was planning to take care of me and my whole family. Yes. He probably had a heart of gold. Totally okay with it. F minus. Facts. Okay. Unanswered. So if you don't already know, we have a segment called Unanswered where we answer questions that you guys send in anonymously. Um, you can either send them to our email, unreadunruly at gmail.com, or send them to our DMs at unreadunruly on Instagram. Hey, girls, I'm in a situation and need some advice before I end up che- end up cheating. <laughs> the guy I'm seeing, seriously, the sex is bad. Like, this dude only has two moves. Almost every time we fuck, it's just doggy. He comes and then he collapses. That's fucked. (laughs) We have everything in common. Spending time with him has been amazing. He's funny as as fuck. It's just the sex that's bad. The question is, have you ladies ever coached someone through how to please you? I don't want to end up resenting him. Okay, that's fair. Um, So... If everything else is working and that's not, don't get me wrong, sex is on my top three on priority list. Yes. Because you need to be sexually compatible. If you're not, it'll never work. I fully agree. Um, But also, I think that can be learned. It scares me that he collapses. (laughs) The collapsing and the come and collapse is a crazy move. Scares me. Come Um, and collapse is a very bold move. um, He's a very tired man, apparently. (laughs) Um... I think what you need to do is try to lead in the bedroom. Yeah. Um, and try to coach without saying it because most men do not like being told. Mm. So the last thing I think you should be doing is telling him like, by the way, you fucking suck. Like, I just think you need to kind of just lead whatever you like. Try and do that. Yeah. Because it seems like everything else works. It's just that I would try and work on the sex thing. And totally, wa- like, not let him do doggy anymore. No, that's enough flip, of the doggy. Fl- flip around. Be like, no, you don't get the ass anymore. No more come and collapse. No. No more. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, have I personally coached somebody through how to please me? Yeah, I have. Because um, they don't always know. Even if they've been with multiple partners, some people don't like, you know, certain things or they they just don't experiment or whatever. The ego is a motherfucker. So sometimes it can yeah, get in the way. You're so, going to have to be super careful. Yeah. Unfortunately, un- unless he's like a super understanding guy, a lot of I won't even just say men because women, too. Like I've had conversations with people where they told me that they like something that I don't do. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, everybody can be kind of sensitive about it. Everyone can be coached to a point. Exactly. Like, if you say things correctly, because there's been things where, like, guys have, almost every guy I've been with have, like, if I was in the middle of doing something, they've, they're like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Great. Then I know that that's like a, that's, that's where I'm, that's where Mm -hmm. I'm going to head a lot of times. Yeah. You say you like that, that's where I'm going to be. Uh-huh. So it's like that I like, but I, I tend to go for men who are very vocal about, like, I go for people like me. So yeah. I, I go for men who are very vocal like I am. So they're going to always tell me what they want. Same. So I, that's a good thing. So, I mean, but if he's not like that, you're going to have to take it out of him. But being with somebody who is a virgin, that, yeah, that, uh, that required a lot of coaching. Um, 
I didn't really know how much experience they had at first because it wasn't really a discussion. Um, and I didn't really fully know that they were a virgin at first. I was just kind of like went into trying to like do things. I was like trying to go out down on them and they were kind of like taken aback. Um, and I didn't really expect that to be the case. So I coached them through a lot of things, but coach doesn't just like told them, you know, like I, I wasn't like, okay, now this is how you do this. Like I was right. just like, I like when you do that, you know, put your tongue this way, like go in a circle or like up and down or like whatever, just kind of directing them. So taking charge helps a lot too. You just tell them like lay down. I'm going to show you what I like. But I don't think you throw away something this good over something that can be learned. Because maybe he genuinely doesn't fucking know. Unless you've told him yeah. multiple times, you've showed him. You yeah, know. I would give it I would give it some time. Yeah. You also don't want to hold a grown man's hand through something like this, but some people really don't know. So if it's a if you know, the question you asked us is have we done it? I have. And it did end up working out. So it might for you too. You know, it's it just might. It's about having like super honest conversations that you don't always want to have and just um, controlling the situation a little bit. I've been with people like that before. Like, I mean, that that didn't always happen. But when it did, it was like, what are you doing? We don't have an unsolicited for this week. But if you would like to submit your own unsolicited opinion that yep. you want us to talk about on the show, just send it into unreadunreally at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All the things go to the email or the DMs. We don't yes. care. You're anonymous either way. Um, again, shout out to our fucking reviewers. If you enjoyed this episode, if you've enjoyed a past episode, if you just like us and you want to do something nice for us, um, leaving us an Apple podcast or Spotify review helps us out so much all of the links to our socials are in the description so come find us and be our friends and if you want to find me on instagram i am at tayfally and i'm at it's at and we'll see you guys next monday Bye. bye